0: This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle. Get in on the conversation at 866-979-ESPN. Now, here's your host, the professor, John Clayton. And
1: good morning, everybody, on this Saturday. Of course, we're getting closer to Thanksgiving, and of course, uh, a big holiday and a busy week this week. Big uh, game coming up tomorrow against the Arizona Cardinals, and we're going to be here until 11 o'clock taking your phone calls at 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's get started with some busy headlines. Well, Washington State now qualifies for a bowl game with their win yesterday. And so that's that's huge. And they just absolutely blew out uh, the, the game and just won big time, you know, 48 to 13. And so now that puts them in a good stead. And it really puts their interim coach in a position where he may if he can beat the uh, Washington Huskies in the Apple Cup, he may end up getting you know a longer term extension and being able to keep his job. As far as news in the National Football League and there's a lot of it, you know, Chris Carson now looks like he's going to have to have uh, surgery on his uh, neck and that's going to knock him out for the season and of course uh, they have two decisions to make as far as guys that are questionable because you know DJ Reed, you know, he's got a couple injuries and so he's questionable and Jamal Adams has a groin injury, and so he's questionable. Those will be game-time decisions. Arizona's had as many as 17 players on the injured list this week, and uh, you know they're not going to have Justin Pugh, the uh, guard. He's going to be out. They're not going to have uh, DeAndre Hopkins. He's got a hamstring injury. He's going to be out. It's going to be a game-time decision on Kyler Murray. Buda Baker's all banged up with a heel injury, and so he's going to be questionable. So they have a lot of injuries. And then, of course, it uh, doesn't look like uh, Jared Goff is going to be able to play. He has an oblique injury, so he's going to be replaced by uh, Nick Boyle, which, of course, has a big drop-down for the worst team in football. The team is 0-8-1. And then, uh, you know, it looks like Tua is going to be okay. He's going to be able to play. No Alvin Kamara for the uh, New Orleans Saints, so he's going to be out for the second straight week. And uh, Khalil Mack is going to be out the rest of the season with a foot Injury. he's going to get foot surgery. So, big-time injuries in the National Football League. And those are our headlines. 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Let's go to JB in Renton. Hey, JB.
2: Hey, Mr. Clayton. How are you doing this fine Saturday morning, my friend? Doing well. How are you? Oh, uh, doing well. Just great. Speaking of Alvin Kamara being out, the right and the left tackle is also out.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. big... I, I, honestly... You know, I, I didn't think they were going to have a winning season this year. You know, with no Drew Brees, with uh, starting the season with ten guys that uh, you know that didn't have from last year because of injuries, suspensions, you name it. <clears throat> and now you know they go from five and two to five and four. How good is this team right now? And I'd say right now they're vulnerable to be a five hundred team or less.
2: Oh, it's a possibility because you know when you look at it. And they, and what, what you talk about at the start of the season, there were yeah. $100 million over the cap. Right. They had to release. It. Also, losing breeze, they had to release a lot of players to get under that cap threshold. So, thus, it thinned it up there. Their, as far as their depth was concerned, it left them with a thin depth on their team. Uh-huh.
3: Now, losing right the right
2: and left tackle, losing Alvin Kamara tomorrow, it's going to be tough. Now, the defense, if they can stop... Making all, having, creating all kind of problems for themselves, stepping on their own foot, and stop having issues. They could probably keep them in the game. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, probably.
3: Probably. That's,
2: that's a big. That's a probably. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. So that's the only thing that they can hold their hat on. As far as right now, yes, the injuries are mounting up. This is my question to you. Being that we're playing a seventeen-game season, would it would it be a problem to? I know it's kind of like ten days off, kind of like a second buy. Mm-hmm. Would it be would it be would it be something that the NFL would probably look into? As far as with all these teams having these significant injuries,
1: I mean, would it, they, yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah, but uh, I don't think they want to have the Super Bowl. It'll come at the end of February. I don't think that they want that to happen, so they want to try to monitor that. I mean, I, you know, certain at this stage, I think that they like the uh, the one buy system, and you know that you, you can see that they've extended you know the time they can have it because I mean we're, we're we having there's buys now that will go into December. You know, like Miami for example. I mean they made the mistake, and I think it's a mistake of going to international game and putting their buys into the very last week. You know, so they're going to be you know, getting their buy to, like, a what, week 13 or so. But, uh, yeah, it's like, a, but, uh, you know, at some point, they probably do need to have, you know, the second buy. But, again, that extends the season. And also, one of the things that's bad about the buy week, if you, you know, have too many buys, you know, it just weakens the, uh, the product. Because, again, I mean, you have certain weeks where you get the buys and all of a sudden all the good teams aren't playing and you get a lot of bad teams playing.
2: True. Understandable. we got a couple of games coming up this week. It could be some of some big significance as far as the playoff picture is concerned. Yeah. Look at You're looking at the Washington football team. Surprised Tampa Bay last week, Mr. Clayton.
1: Right. Football. I mean, yeah, but again, what you're seeing this year is, you know, there's no great team in the NFL this year. And a lot of the good teams are having bad weeks. And so it's like, uh, I mean, you see drop-offs in so many different, uh, you know, games and teams and all that stuff. And so I don't know where you read that. I mean, all you you do is you look at Washington and you see they're like the 27th best defense in the league after being number two last year. And they got Taylor Heineke at quarterback. And it's like, is that going to be good enough? I mean, you know, the thing about them is they won seven games last year, made the playoffs. But the problem with them is that, uh, you know, they ended up, you know, playing the first place schedule, so they had three first place games. You know, they'll have the one against Seattle, and you know that leaves them in a spot right now where they're going to have a tougher schedule than all the teams in their division. And you can see they're already paying the price.
2: Yeah, I know they lost Chase Young last week. Yeah, well, they've lost yeah. Chase
1: Young and Montez Sweat, two former yeah, first round picks.
2: Start- yeah, they lost both of their starting defensive ends. That that is critical as far as that's concerned. I think they just going on sheer will, Mr. Clayton. But it, what was intriguing about it, Ron Rivera playing his own quarterback, Cam Newton, coming back to town.
1: Yeah, I know. That you is know? going to be interesting because, again, it's like you know Cam only had like uh, eight plays last week, Yeah, but he did hit two touchdowns in those eight plays, one by run where he ripped off his helmet, got a 15-yard penalty, and shouted, I'm back, I'm back. And he also threw a <laughs> touchdown pass. That was kind of crazy. But we'll see where he stands. Uh, but uh, you know they're sitting there now, Carolina at five and five, and you know uh, they have a chance to go six and five. And if they can win nine games, they have a decent chance to make the playoffs.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, I think I think the threshold is going to be between nine and ten games to either get that get that seven seed or something like that, mm-hmm. or get, get in one of the wild card seeds, like that six seed or whatever. It's going to probably be that. What do you think about the Colts? And Buffalo. Now, Buffalo, I mean, they had a rebound game from the Jacksonville game. Right. But, you know, the Colts are playing pretty good football. I mean, yeah, yeah. What do you think about this game?
1: Well, I mean, I think think the Colts right now are in a position where maybe – you know they're not going to catch Tennessee because Tennessee's sitting at eight and two, but I think they have a chance to make the playoffs. I mean Carson Wentz is doing well. They've got a good defense. Jonathan Taylor right now looks like the best running back in the league with Derrick Henry out for the season. And so you throw all that stuff together, and they definitely have a decent chance to try to make a wild card run. Now again, you're looking at an AFC where there's 11 or 12 playoff contenders. And so, uh, but you know the big thing for Indianapolis is that they opened up the season with five games against playoff teams or at least teams that won 10 or more games last year and what they went one and four, and they didn't have – I mean, Carson Wentz had no practice going into the Seattle game, uh, and then they had Quentin Nelson banged up, and so they had all these issues, but now they've rebounded from it, and I think they're in a good spot.
2: Yeah, they they they're in a good position to to make at least try to. Hey, everybody that's right now they're they're vying for that last spot as far as that playoff picture. Is Kyler Murray playing tomorrow, or is it a game time decision?
1: Who who's that guy? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's it's it's debatable right now. He's questionable. I think he's going to be able to play, but I can't guarantee he's not going to be able to play because you know they've got so many injuries. You know because Kyler right now's list listed is questionable. You know they won't have DeAndre Hopkins. He's already been ruled out. They won't have Justin on the offensive line and Buddha Baker's all banged up he's questionable so they've got a lot of injury issues right now and so but uh it's going to be a game time decision as far as what happens on Kyler Murray
2: what about the Bengals and the Raiders Mr. Clayton they're pretty intriguing game as coming yeah. up the Bengals had two a couple of hiccups they already lost a couple of games they're looking to rebound what do you think about the Raiders
1: I just think they're average. I mean, again, it's like, uh, yeah, I, I think obviously Derek Carr is better than people think. I think that uh, certainly, you know, their issues at wide receiver are becoming very pronounced. You know, with the Henry Ruggs, uh, you know, release and, you know, their offensive line not being all that good. You know, their defense being a little bit better. But still, I think that uh, they're vulnerable. I mean, to me, they look like, a, you know, about a eight or nine win team. And, uh, you know, in some ways you can make the argument that the Bengals look a little bit better.
2: Yes, you can. You can. You know, in, in particular, the Bengals can get their defense to get back to what they were doing at the start of it, around the start of the year where they were doing, playing very good.
3: Right. That could be very
2: really interesting. You, Dallas, is, Dallas is going to Kansas City. And that's a game that's very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Kansas City looked like they got some of their mojo back last week. It, on the offensive side of the ball, the defense played much better. Mm-hmm. But here comes the Dallas team with Dak Prescott that can put up points, can put up a lot of points in bunches. What do you think about Dallas?
1: Uh Yeah, I, st- I, I still think that uh, they're good, and certainly they're the best team. They're going to win the NFC East, but they still have a lot of questions. I mean, Amari Cooper is not going to play because of COVID-19. He's going to be out. They've got uh you know, some question marks in their defense. You know, they still don't have uh, you know Lawrence back on the defensive line. That's taken away a little bit of their pass rush. So that's that's a big issue right now. But uh and of course Randy Gregory's on the injured reserve list. So where's their pass rush coming from? And if you can't get to Joe Burrow, then he's gonna be able to pass the ball like crazy. They're
2: gonna have to put the linebacker Parsons at the defensive end like they did with with yeah. Lawrence and trying to I get some sacks, generate some pressure from right there. Because if Patrick Mahomes gets into, into a rhythm, mm-hmm. is with
1: there coming back? Uh, I don't know if he's going to be back this week, but he's getting pretty close. I know that they designated him for return, and because of that, he's pretty close to getting back. So we'll find out later today by you know one o'clock whether they activate him or if not, they'll activate him probably next week.
2: Pittsburgh, I know he's been, he's been on the COVID protocol last week. He's coming yeah. back this week,
1: right? I don't know about that. I mean, it's still debatable oh, no. because we won't find oh. out. Because remember, he, he got to COVID-19 on a Saturday. Uh-huh. And wow. so, you know, he may he may or may not be there. And that means they may have to go with Mason Rudolph.
2: Wow. But, you know, the Chargers, Mr. Clayton, they kind of stumbled a little bit. I mean, they started the season off real hot. You know, Justin Herbert is still a good yep. quarterback, a up-and-coming quarterback Was doing well. But what is their hiccup
1: right now? Uh, their big hiccup right now is that uh, I think they're going through some COVID-19 issues. Uh, their hiccup is, you know, they still kind of go back to some of the problems they've had in the last couple of years, you know, winning the close games at the end. You know, that's been an issue. Uh, but, uh, you know, at the moment, Joey Boza is going to be out. Yeah, Tillery is going to be out in the defensive line. I mean, they're going to be down three defensive linemen, and for a three-four defense, that's a that's a killer. And so that that's a problem. You know, I know that uh, the Zier uh, uh, Adderley is going to probably miss the game. You know, Mike Davis, the uh, cornerback, is going to miss the game. You know, they may not have enough on defense to be able to you know put this thing together and win. wow well, and, well the is
2: is Ben Roethlisberger doesn't play. That could be a problem for oh, the yeah. Steelers. Uh, Agreed. As as that, sorry. And it
1: looks like T.J. T- like Watt's going to miss the game, too.
2: He's going to – wow for the Steelers? Oh, wow. hmm I mean, that, that, that'll definitely even up the score right there. Yeah. You know, you'll probably have to go with the quarterback, Justin Urban, on that one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You probably would. But, I mean, like you said, they're missing a lot. What do, what do you think about Tampa Bay's hiccups, Mr. Clayton? Oh, ah, Is it yeah. to be in the back end of that defense?
1: Yeah, I mean the defense is for some reason not having as good of a season that you would expect they would. I mean, you know, you know that uh, they're good on offense. You know that Tom Brady has 27 touchdown passes, which leads the league. I mean, you know that uh, you know they've got a good offensive line, uh, but whatever it is on defense, they've been really off this year. And you know they've now lost what two in a row. Uh, but in the end, I still think that uh, it's kind of, you know, it's like looking at Tampa Bay's kind of look like uh, Kansas City. Everybody starts to write them off, and then all of a sudden, boom, they bounce back. I think Tampa Bay still has a good chance to bounce back.
2: The Rams, that was a surprise. Yeah, no doubt.
1: Yeah, it was. was That's why they Uh, they, they got a rebound during this bye week and try to, you know, get some things going, get the running game going and all that. Hey, JB, thank you for the phone call. Talk to you next
2: Saturday, my friend. Have
1: a good one. Okay, thanks. 866-979-ESPN, Two zero six four two one espn John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle.
0: This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com.
1: 860-979-ESPN, Two zero six four two one espn Let's go to Raider Jim. Jim, how are you, and what the heck happened last week in the Raider game against Kansas City?
4: Yeah, John. Well, before we get going here, I just wanted to wish you and Pat, your ESPN family there at 710, your listeners and your callers, a very, very happy Thanksgiving, John.
1: Well, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, John, uh, they took a serious step in the wrong direction Sunday. It was really embarrassing. I mean, obviously, I think they're... They're still suffering from the significant body blows, you know, Mm -hmm. that have occurred before and now recently with
3: the team. And
4: I mean, um, we talked a bit about this last week. It's a passionate game. I mean, the players are human beings, right? Uh, They they showed some signs of resilience with a five and two record, but now I think what we're witnessing is the emotional toll, uh, the personal loss. Uh, You know, you can only compartmentalize so much, and it's and for so long. Uh, and then you've you got to address it, and um, it's not encouraging, John. It's just not. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, for me, the most important thing is the offensive line is not what I thought it could be while, while the defense is much improved. I mean, they just look spooked in the second half against the Chiefs.
1: Yeah. Well, that's and the thing. Uh, is like I, I, I never bought the idea. It's like why do you trade <clears throat> three veteran offensive linemen when you really don't have anything in return? You know, I'm not sold on or- the center. Uh, I'm not sold on the right tackle. Uh, it's like, and you know, it's then of course you know that Richie Incognito has never come back from his injury. <laughs> they right. end up losing Denzel Good uh, to a- a- ACL surgery. I mean, right. it, it's a mess.
4: Yeah, and uh, and and to your credit, John, you pointed all this out before the season started. Yeah. And and I was an ACR. I was saying, I don't know. I think they they wouldn't have done this unless they had to. Or and. and I think the the, the 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 they were having aging players uh, that they that they um, um I mean Trent Brown was a disaster I mean of the of the two years they signed him, I think he played in nine games right and even then it was marginal. So there was that uh, I think that Rodney Hudson uh, proved to be a valuable piece for the Cardinals. He's still a great player. oh yeah, I think I think they got rid of him because of the salary. And, um, and, and they were able to then go get Yannick Ngakwe, which they needed a pass rush and they could tandem him with Max Crosby. That's been positive. Right. But, but Andre James is still, uh, um, you know, the jury's out on him. He has good games sometimes. He has bad games. And, um, and so, uh, you know, I think you're right. I think you're right. And, and losing those key players is, is, is not been good. Having John Simpson come in, a fourth rounder from Clemson two years in. Uh, to fill in for Richie Cog- incognito. I mean, Richie incognito is who he is because he's Richie incognito. Right. He's a very good player, but he's 38. So yeah, it's, it's a problem. And the Raiders uh, structurally have always, at least on the gridiron, have always, um, had a propensity to have a really good offensive line more than anything else in their history, I think.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: they've, they've always prided themselves on that. Uh, but I think it's, not been favorable this year and you can see it in the run game because that counterbalances what um, the, the offense can do when they're trying to throw the ball is if they've got a, a significant run game with Josh Jacobs, who by the way has not been healthy throughout the whole year and Kenyon Drake, uh, you know, that, that's a good tandem to go with. But if, if, if they're not opening up the holes and th- these players have no holes to run through, then where are you? And you have to be reliant on the pass. And I see all these. I see all these articles about how they're just going to have to put the ball in Derek Carr's hands. Yeah, that's great in theory, but we saw what happened last week with that. <laughs> and the other thing is, where the heck is Darren Waller? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. why? I mean, it's it, it's no. I mean, everybody knows that he's going to be double teamed. So what? Get him the ball. <laughs> I mean, right. find ways to get the guy the ball. He's your superstar. He's arguably. Well, maybe four or five, he's at least in the top three for tight ends. Agreed, agreed. And, I mean, get him the ball. What is going on? He was conspicuously absent the last two games. And, by the way, they've lost the last two games. Mm -hmm. So I just, um, you know, okay, the loss of Henry Ruggs is important because it opened up the offense so they can get that underneath coverage. But still, find ways to get the guy the ball. And uh, so, you know, and maybe it's play calling. I'm not sure. A lot of people argue that. I'm happy with what Greg Olson is doing. In fact, I think what he's been doing is showing something different than what Gruden did, uh, you know, by doing screen passes. I mean, and, and doing some underneath stuff that's been creative, but it still hasn't resulted in wins, John.
1: No, agreed. And, that,
4: and, and that's the problem. And so, and these are, you know, look, when you lose against the Giants, you lose against the Chicago Bears. Those are, those are, those are games you have to win in order to have credibility. And they could have been on top of the AFC West if they have beat the Chiefs. But in their own in their own crowd, there were more there were more red jerseys in that stadium than there were black. Sadly, mm-hmm. and what it's become is it's become uh, a circus. <laughs> yeah, it's a circus. And you know, people will now travel to Vegas like they do for Miami, like they do to a lesser extent to New Orleans and to Dallas, where you're not going to have a home. Advantage. You're going to have people that want to come visit and do other things besides go to a football game. And they'll go to the football game, but they'll do other things. That's what that looks like. That's what's happening
1: down there. And the
4: only way to mitigate that is if you win. <laughs> so they're not doing that, obviously. It's just yeah. Disaster. So
1: wh- where, where do you think they finish? I mean, they're going to be a 500 I – mean, not a 500 team because there's not going to be any 500 teams unless there's a tie. Are they going to be an 8-9 I- win team? I think they'll be. An, I think they'll be lucky
4: to get nine and eight. Why? Yeah. Based on their history, their last two seasons they collapsed. Mm-hmm. They're they they're primed to do that now. And to no no fault, no, some of this is to no fault of their own, right? Okay, but still, it, you know, sympathy can only go so far. You have to play ball, and you have to you have to play ball each and every week. And you know, and the poor fans such as myself. <laughs> We'd mm-hmm. like to see a winner occasionally, for heaven's sakes.
3: You'd like to. I mean, it's,
4: it'd, be, it'd be a treat. The, only, the last time they were in the Super Bowl, they lost, and it's been a collapse ever since. They've well, and been, and yeah. the thing
1: is, they're wasting the Derek Carr era.
4: Oh, and that's another thing. Are they going to pay him? <laughs> are, are they going to pay him? I don't know. I don't know that they're going to do that. No, I, we don't know. And, and that's, that's sad, too, because if there's anybody that has shown true leadership – and true, um, just being a human being mm-hmm, has mm-hmm. been Derek through this all these tragedies, all these bad stories that have come out about the players on the team. I've been so proud of that young man.
1: Yeah. I just,
4: you know, he's really shown some, some great character. And uh, they couldn't have had a better quarterback at this time.
1: No, I agree. Hey, uh, Jim, thank you for the phone call. Okay, John, take care. 866-979-ESPN, Two zero six four two one espn Let's go to Tara in Mercer Island. Hey, Tara.
5: Hi, Mr. Clayton, how are you?
1: Good, how are you? Are you ready for Thanksgiving?
5: Yes, I'm ready for Thanksgiving. My brother's coming in town, and we're having a family dinner that I'm excited about. Oh, tonight.
1: that's fantastic. Congratulations.
5: Thank you. Um, with Chris Carson having season-ending, Next, surgery, how do you see the running back situation shaping up? Because all, Alex Collins is only on a one-year
1: deal. Yeah, yeah. And really, I mean, Rashad Penny's on a one-year deal. I know Pete Carroll said yesterday they're going to try to use him a little bit more this week. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think they're going to be in a position where they're going to be looking for a running back after the season. You know, they anticipate that Carson's going to be back, but can you count on it with the neck injury? I mean, that's, I think, a big question mark. You know, he signed a two-year deal. He is under contract. Uh, You know, and certainly I know that, you know, Collins they can bring back because I think they've certainly liked what he's been able to do. But uh, say what you want, as good as he's been, he's a good backup. I don't know if he's a starter.
5: I agree with you, and I just like his yards after Kerry. And if you think of. travis homer and bj dallas i Mm -hmm. mean travis homer is great at um on third down where he has to pass where russell has to pass the ball but i i don't know about his leg drive i i like bj dallas over him i mean i think he's more raw and needs more game snaps to really see what he's like Mm -hmm. but what do you think of bj dallas I mean, I
1: think that Dallas is a good third-down type of back because, you know, he can catch the ball. He's got good speed. Certainly, you can see on special teams he's a good returner. He's very elusive. And so, uh, yeah, you'd like to see a little bit more of him. But the big thing is what they cannot do is what they did last week where they only had 11 carries with running backs. I mean, that was ridiculous. I mean, that's uh, to go against Green Bay and, you know, particularly a cover-two defense and only have 11 carries, I mean, that's just terrible. Uh, So it's like uh, they need to run the ball. And to beat Arizona, you need to run the ball. That's one of their weaknesses is that uh, they're good on defense. They're the fifth-best defense in the league, but they're not great stopping the run.
5: Right. And Chandler Jones always causes Russell Wilson pressure, so you need Mm to, like you just said, be able to run the ball to get the pressure off him. And I'm usually not hard on him, but... Last week, I don't know if it was, was rust or anything, but you saw him, like last year in the Rams game, forcing it to tie a locket yeah. and BK on the interceptions when plays weren't there. And I think the running game will and quick screens will take the pressure off him from mm-hmm. feeling like he's the hero.
1: Yeah, I, I just think, uh, you know, coming back from the uh, the injury, missing the three games and all that different stuff, you know, he just wasn't totally in sync. You know, he couldn't get the snap behind center. I mean, he had to do everything in pistol or shotgun and all that stuff, but they passed the ball too many times, and that's something they got to get away from. I mean, that's what got him in trouble last year, and that's what got him, in, I think, in trouble, particularly in the game, because the one thing is, is like, say what you want about the entire season, they've been horrible on third-down conversions horrible because they get too many uh, down and distance situations you know a bad penalty here or there you know no lack no six limited success running the football you know they need to do better but again we'll see how they do but they've got to run the ball more Tara.
5: Wait what do you think um of the tempo changes do you feel like they need to use more of them I haven't seen them that Use
1: them that much this year. What, 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 what kind of changes uh, you mentioned?
5: The tempo. Tempo? Changes, no, I think the like, tempo.
1: I think the tempo is going to be fine, and I think that uh, you know Russell can get himself into a good tempo, uh, and I think that they need to do that. So uh, that I, th- I think it's going to be okay. Again, you know, when you lose your starting quarterback for three games, that pays a big price, and so now tempo-wise, I think they can be fine.
5: Right, and. With the Green Bay loss, they have very little margin for error. So do you think they need to now win out the rest of the season? Or no, it, can we he, afford to lose?
1: Well, they can't afford to lose tomorrow's game. Because if you go down 3-7, and seven, then literally, I mean, then you have to go with only one loss the rest of the year, and that's going to be tough. You know, what they need to do, they have four winnable games. They've got Chicago, Detroit, Washington, and Houston that gets them to seven. If they can go two and two in the division, that gets them to nine. That, I think, can get them in. But of course, what you don't want to do is lose the home game to Arizona, because if you lose the home game to Arizona, you're probably not going to win in Arizona. And so all of a sudden, that's the difference between you know nine and eight and eight and nine. And eight and nine is probably not going to get you in. Hey, Tara, thank you for the phone call. Thank you. Okay, 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle.
0: This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com.
1: Well, it looks like uh, they will have uh, Ben Roethlisberger activated tomorrow. Uh, Apparently, he's come out off the COVID list. And of course, remember we got the COVID list on Saturday of last week. But it looks like now they are going to activate him, and he's going to be able to play. Eight six six nine seven nine ESPN two zero six four two one ESPN. Let's go to Neil in Seattle. Hey, Neil.
6: Hey, Don. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Steve. My call.
1: Thank you for calling.
6: I've been a Jets fan since Mark Gastineau's first mullet, since Freeman McNeil was a rookie. And oh, wow. When are we ever going to stop being a joke? I mean, I feel like we were respectable a little bit until the butt fumble, and and since then we've been the stock of the league. Why? The controversy on everybody's mind, because it's the most important controversy in the NFL – Why would you start Joe Flacco over Mike White? He was Mm -hmm. the savior of the franchise two weeks ago. Everybody was talking about how Mike White was going to be the future. And then he has a bad game against the best defense in the world, or in the NFL probably. And now Joe Flacco is going to be starting, which makes no sense. There's no benefit to winning this game. We're not going to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm wondering if they're thinking – Maybe Zach Wilson will learn something more from Flacco than from Mike White. It's possible, but it doesn't seem like there's any reason for it other no. than to give us more controversy and to make us more of a laughing stock.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It's like, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's a matter of Robert Sala feels like having the veteran quarterback is going to give him a better chance to win, but, you know, White looked good a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right.
6: I mean, it, it's an ego thing. So right now, if the season ended, Thank you, Seahawks. We mm-hmm. have the number three and the number 11 pick, right? And right. so, what, Joe Flacco maybe wins? You know, we have four kind of not great teams coming up. Jack, Joe Flacco wins a couple of games, and then we, what? We don't get to the playoffs. We have a worse draft pick, uh, and the young quarterbacks don't get experience. I, it has to be an ego thing, right? Like, they just don't want to lose again?
1: Hard to tell. I mean, it is baffling because again, it's like uh, you you think that they should be able to, uh, you know, it's like you know, because again, it was even puzzling when they made the move for Flacco, you know, because uh, I, I guess they had a lot of questions about Mike White, and he did have a bad game last week. There's no question about oh, that. Oh yeah, it was awful. It... So it's like all yeah, of a yeah. sudden, no, it, it, it was... and all, all of a sudden, did you just lose confidence in him?
6: I I mean, I I don't I don't know what they thought, but even if. Even if they lost confidence in him, it doesn't make sense to start a thirty six year old over a twenty six year old who might have a chance to, 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 to get better. it, uh-huh. it just it, it makes no sense. When is my two thousand eleven, John? When is it gonna be next year we're gonna go on a ten year run like the Seahawks or eleven years of always getting into the playoffs and being decent? When's my two thousand eleven?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen because, again, it's like at some point they'll get better. I mean, I think Joe Douglas has been drafting okay, so I think that's encouraging. But, again, it's like, you know, their yeah. offensive line still shaky. You know, they have a lot of issues, a linebacker, secondary, all those different things. You know, they get some injuries. On, I, it's like, it's like you, you just shake your head. And if you're a Jet fan, you're right. I mean, I know we'll probably talk to Jet at the top of the hour. Uh, but, I mean, the, the Flacco move to me was – amazing crazy
6: it's baffling it, it doesn't make any sense and it, and i think they're trying in some way to appease fans because yeah. the fans are fed up you know it's been so long but that's not a way to do it <laughs> that's not that's not a way to make the fans happy the way to make the fans happy is show us someone who has potential to contribute
1: down the line right well a lot of times and when you when you have a team that's been bad as them for this longest period of time how much do you put on ownership and i think you have to put a significant part on ownership yeah do you I, I don't know. I mean,
6: you know, the, the last couple of drafts feel good. You know, Beckton is great, but he's he's hurt. And then mm-hmm. uh, a lot, Vera Tucker is good. uh Quinn and Williams is great. I mean, it, there's pieces. It's just not. An, and then we have some injuries and some bad contracts. It's just like, when when, when will Jets fans catch a break? And last question: I know you're busy. Uh, do you think Zach Wilson is it too early to, to tell whether or not he's going to be a decent quarterback, or are, are we already smelling bust? If no, no, know, no. It's like,
1: you can't write him off. He's got talent, but I think it's too early. Again, you know, when you start a rookie quarterback behind a shaky offensive line, a lot of issues of wide receiver, yeah. no ru- limited running game and all that stuff. I mean, what, what can you expect? So it's like, uh, yeah. no, you can't you can't write him <laughs> off right now. I'm, the only thing that worries me about him is his small size. He's just not real big. And so it's like you wonder about injuries. And right now, uh, it was a knee injury. So it wasn't like because of his size or anything else. And now he's going to miss his third consecutive games. But it's it's all pretty bad. Hey, Neil, thank you for the phone call. Thanks, John. Have a great day. Bye. All right, thank you. Let's go to Bob and Bothell. Hey, Bob. Hey,
0: um, thanks for taking my call, John. Thank um, you. I just wanted to... Um, and by the way people happy indigenous month you know let's not forget that okay thanksgiving nice and all that but i like the natives more anyways <laughs> um chris carson injury what is this a season injury i mean like career ending injury you know for him and what kind of injury in his neck you know because i'm trying to read it on google you know yeah. find out. out they, they just keep on saying neck injury yeah um i've had a my C six, I was a defensive van in high school and we were doing some exercises. My C six crushed and pinched my nerve. Mm-hmm. The doctor said, That's it, you're done. You know, because if you continue, the bone on that C six little vertebrae is just gonna crush and you could possibly be paralyzed or just bad things. So just you're done. Football's yeah. done. Now for Chris Carson, what kind of injury is that what does he have that we, we don't I, we
1: don't know but we know it's a chronic one because apparently I mean this could go, go back all the way to college with him and so he's had right. it and this year it just got worse and so uh, you know it, I, I don't say it's career ending but it's ca- career threatening because you know now he finally decided that he needs a surgery which of course you know gives him a chance to recover from it but also it's like uh, you know should that surgery have happened? Uh, earlier or what's happening, but uh, you know, right now, you know he's out for the rest of this year, and you hope, and I mean just hope, he's going to be able to come back next year in the last year of his contract.
4: You know, because
0: I'm looking at it, the Seahawks are going to need a strong running game against the fourth best defense in the national, you know, the Arizona. Yeah, you know, fifth they, best, December, yeah. And I'm like, how are we going to do this with Rashad Penny? That yeah. guy's a bust. You know, I'm sorry, that guy's a bust. Uh-huh. You know he's had his chances over and over, and it's just like he he just blew it. Mm-hmm. Now, is there anyone in, that you've seen in college next year that we could actually go after for a running back? Because Seahawks offenses needs a good yeah, running back, no doubt, to click. On. So we'll yeah,
1: do. I mean, I think the two things that they're going to be looking for. At least next year, you know, I I don't know if they're going to be looking for cornerbacks or anything else, but I think there's no doubt they've got to look for a running back and they've got to look for a a young left tackle to groom behind, uh, you know, Dwayne Brown, because, you know, Dwayne Brown's in the last year of his contract. And so it's like uh, they definitely need to get somebody long term at that position. But, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, and, you know, you hope that Chris Carson comes back. You don't know it. I mean, you know, you would think that, uh, you know, Alex Collins will come back because I think that he likes it here. He's been good. But, again, they need mm-hmm. you know, that starting running back because, again, I think he's a very good backup, but he's not that starting running back. But uh, they've got to be looking for running backs next year.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. I got a second question for yeah. you. Has the NFL ever thought of starting a D-League? You know, because, like, you got soccer, international soccer, yeah. correct? And if your team is that bad, they just kind of demote you. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at these records on the NFL, and half of these teams are terrible, John, mm-hmm. you know, Mr. Clayton. And I'm like, how are they even allowed? Is it just the owner just being lazy, like, not even wanting to pay for good players? You know, like, oh, here's this. Is it budget-wise? You know, because if you look at it, about 70% of the NFL teams are crap. Yeah. You know, they have good players, but it's always the same three teams it seems you know either a Tampa Bay you know with Tom Brady mm-hmm. or you know I guess I'd say Dallas once in a while but
1: you yeah, I mean they, 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 the they've league? thought about it and then, of course you remember I mean they, they had the uh, you know the European League that uh, you know they, mm-hmm. they had and uh, they just haven't gotten back to it yet <clears throat> and a lot of it's a matter of it's like okay uh, you know you you want to have it financially so you can make it work out but it just hasn't happened yet.
0: So they are thinking. So they, they, have, they
1: have been. They, they have been for years, and they have been involved in that for years. And so, uh, but again, it's like uh, you know. And then you got the open competition because now, I mean, you have the, you had the XFL. I mean, you've had. Uh, you know, uh, all these other different leagues that have started up to try to come in to do it. And, you know, they. but at some point, you know, what they think what they'd like is that for one of these leagues in, you know, from February to uh, April that, you know, have some success, then they buy into those things and try to do it. Hey, thank you for the phone call. Thank you. 866 espn two zero six four two one espn John Clayton shows 710 ESPN Seattle.
0: This is the John Clayton Show on 710 ESPN Seattle and 710sports.com. 866979
1: ESPN 206421 ESPN. Let's go to Mike in Renton. Hey Mike. Hey, good morning, John. Good morning. How are you? Good. Boy, you're coming you're coming in pretty scratchy right now on the phone. Mike. Okay, so I'm like, yeah, uh, j- just call back. We'll, we'll get you back on here. So let's go to Ed in Shoreline. Hey, Ed. Morning, JC. Morning, how are Happy you? Happy
7: Thanksgiving to you and Pat. Well, thank you. Doing well. You feeling better? Four days after my surgery. Yeah, yeah. doing better. Oh, Keep good. Down for the Arizona Cardinals game.
1: There you go. That's, that sounds good. Should be an interesting one tomorrow.
7: Should be last week's game so um much of a microcosm of their whole season and many seasons for the seahawks Mm -hmm. slow start um can't get the running game going etc etc right um a lot of room for the blame to go around john Uh, i don't want to put it on anyone specifically
1: no it's a team thing there's no uh, doubt about it coaching staff players you name it uh I mean that, that was just a, a really bad one. It's been you know a, a, you know a very difficult start for the season, and they've got to turn it around. If not, the season you know the season could be pretty close to being over if they lose this game against Arizona.
7: Yeah, and it might be already over, John. But
1: no, uh, I wouldn't go that I far. Think, uh, they, 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 they've know, got the third yeah. easiest closing schedule in football, so that plays to their benefit. But also, you know, they've got to, they've got to win. And of course, I mean, it's like one thing to talk about it, but the thing is, they've got to be able to do it.
7: Yeah, I agree. It's uh, pretty painful watching them play right now. Um, That game against Green Bay, I didn't, it wasn't on in Denver, so I didn't get to see it, but I was replaying it last night, and just the way they start every game, you know. Mm -hmm. like uh, First series, first down, they get two yards running on first down, second down, incomplete pass, so they're Um, facing third and eight, and then essentially third down is like a desperation down, and uh, it just keeps replaying itself over and over again. I wish they would uh, turn things around, obviously. Um, I'll say this uh, for the hundredth time. The Seahawks are unable to execute a screen pass, and I don't understand why. I like their little trick play where they had a screen pass to uh, Will Disley, Mm -hmm. um, and then it was just ridiculous watching that. It's like, The two guys that were supposed to block just one defender were unable to do that. And that person made the play. It's just painful to watch, John.
1: Yeah, no, it is. And uh, of course, again, you figure that when you lose your starting quarterback for three games, you're coming off a bye week. He's got the finger injury and everything else. I mean, it's not going to, everything's not going to be settled for a whole month, a little over a month. And so now it's a matter of like, okay, Let's uh, see if they can get some things at least settled down and get a little bit better for this game this week coming up. Now, Arizona comes in with the fifth-best defense in the league. They're vulnerable to the running game. That's something that the Seahawks have to take advantage of. I just thought they passed the ball too much because it was kind of like last year where they were 60 40 pass to run, and they ended up having more interceptions in a Russell Wilson era than we've ever seen. And so, what happens last week? You know, two interceptions, and the next thing you know, they're sitting there, uh, you know, uh, with a defense that just wore out in the fourth quarter.
7: Yes, certainly true. And that's a recurring theme uh, with the CX for several years, too, of mm-hmm. having the defense out on the field way too much time and so forth well we we learned that russell is not superman he can't come back from an injury in four weeks uh, even though he, he theoretically did but he's yeah. clearly very rusty and so forth uh, um i'm still wondering why he doesn't uh, run the read option sometimes i mean i know it's perhaps it's more risky now with this injury and so forth but with there being like, no threat of him running, really, at all. Well, he, um, he, he, I think, that, what, what did uh, he have? He had, makes it five, easier. he had
1: five carries last week, so, I mean, he did run the ball a little bit more.
7: He did. He did. Um, again, I haven't seen the entire game, but yeah. uh, um, I doubt any of them were designed runs no. or option runs. No, so
1: I, that, that I would agree. I'd really
7: like to see a little bit more of that, um, you know, especially as he gets uh, you know, truly recovered from his injury and so forth. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see what Rashad Penny does. Uh, I'll be surprised if he does too much. I feel bad about him. Um, I feel bad about that draft choice. I feel bad uh, for him in general because uh, somehow I think he's a better player than he's showing
1: us right now. Yeah, agreed. I mean, he's got talent. There's no question about it. He's got, you know, second-round talent. I know he was drafted in the first round, but when you draft anybody as a playoff team, you know, after 22, I mean, you're basically getting a second-round grade. But uh, – I mean, but he's got to start to show something because, again, time is running out. Hey, Ed, thank you. Good luck. Enjoy all the game tomorrow.
7: All right. You too, John. You'll be on the sideline, I assume.
1: Yes. I'm. Uh, yeah, because I am thinking about <clears throat> I am going to go to the game tomorrow because, you know, it's going to be, you know, close to. in the high 40s and 50 and uh, not going to rain. So, again, I always have to watch out because I don't want to bring anything back uh, to Pat. You know, if the weather's going to be bad, if I'm going to get the flu or something of that nature or whatever, but I will be there on the sidelines as it stands right now. Hey, Ed, thank you. And, of course, uh, 866-979-ESPN, 206-421-ESPN. Mike in Renton just called back. Uh, It's the John Clayton Show, 710 ESPN Seattle.